Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. This is Jessica Fleming with Real Life Faith and Optimism. We have got a very special treat today. This is going to be a really fun, laid-back episode. I've got my husband, Andy Fleming, joining us. Say hello, Andy. Hello, Andy. And like you said, you know... This is going to be a very special treat tonight, and I'm so excited, and I'm just looking forward to the next 30 minutes to have with you guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Carry no, on. not 30 minutes, I promise. So, I just thought that I would kind of uh, let Andy give us uh, a breakdown of his experience in marriage, since that's kind of what this is going to be about. Um so, yeah, we'll start with that, Andy. Sort of tell us, uh, you know, have you previously been married? Yes, I have. Okay, and, and for how long? That one lasted about 14 years. And you have three? Three beautiful children out of that marriage. AJ is 12. Audrey is 10, almost 11. And Aiden is 9 and will be 10 in a few months. Okay. Good deal. Mm -hmm. So, uh, not to put you on the spot here, but uh, what would you say if you could if you could give us a takeaway sentence from that marriage? Like, what what would your takeaway be? Communication, you know, is definitely key. You've got to have communication in your marriage because if not, you're you're living and you're leading two separate lives. And that is not healthy in any kind of a marriage. So, if that's your takeaway from your mm -hmm. first marriage, do you think that, that you do that now? I, I do, uh, Jessica. I, I think that it's uh, definitely improved. Um, there's always areas, needless to say, that could be uh, it could be better. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I am, but uh, communication is, is one of the utmost important aspects of your marriage. And so um, it's also one of the hardest ones sometimes. So know. we're going to keep it real, guys. I've told you that from the beginning. <laughs> You've got to stop. What? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just in interview mode. You are like talk show being mode. the biggest cheese ball <laughs> I've ever seen right now. So from this point out, let's let's just keep it real, okay? I was pretending like I was on some this sort of a Jessica Fleming talk show. Is, my my talk show would not be so um, uptight. Uptight. <laughs> okay, so peek into marriage here. We always have fun. Mm-hmm. She won't let me sing anymore. No. So, um, what would you say? What would you say? the best marriage advice you've ever received was? A man at church recently told you and I to never let the sun go down on your anger. Well, that's biblical. And I was just going to say, not only is that the best piece of advice I've ever received, it's also biblical, it's scriptural, and, and there's reasons for it, there's reasons behind it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you uh, do a good job at that? <laughs> we had you know, this discussion earlier. It's so funny that you asked me that, Jessica, Jessica. because, well, that is your name. Stop. Because if I am horizontal, I'm out. 
it doesn't matter what time of day or night it is. It doesn't matter how mad I am or you are. And especially at nighttime, I'm, I'm out. So, that being said, what do you think would be a solution? Maybe to not be horizontal? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you, you, you tell me that. And so, yeah. as per our conversation on our way home from work today, the next time, and no, we are not going to practice this as a trial run, but the next time, not if, but when there's a next argument, I'll do my best to not be horizontal because I know that as soon as I am, I'm unconscious and I can't help that. Well, you know, granted that there are many women listeners, um, I, I think they would back me up in saying, you know, I, I've, I've spoken with other women, they've dealt with this too, and whenever a man goes to sleep, so easily mm-hmm. during an argument when it has not been resolved, it really hurts mm-hmm. a woman because number one, she feels like you don't care. And number two, I, I don't know, maybe that's maybe just not caring is, is the brunt of it because Whenever something's on our mind, we want to stay up and we want to work it out. If it's so easy for you to go to sleep, mm-hmm. that hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just have to remember that. And I'm telling you, if you don't get it resolved that night, you're going to wake up in the morning still going. That's right. You're, you're absolutely right. And I couldn't agree with you more. It's still going to be there. So not only has the sun gone down on it, but guess what, guys? It's going to ruin another day. The sun comes up again the next day and it's still not resolved. Okay, so moving on. Um, Andy and I earlier today, I had him write down three questions for me, and I wrote down three questions for him. And um, we're just going to take turns asking each other. Sure, ladies first. Go right ahead. You know what? Actually, I didn't give the best marriage advice I've ever heard. Oh. Let me do that real quick. By all means, please do. He doesn't act like this in real life, y'all. It's such an I act. I feel like I'm on the Jessica Fleming show. It's an act. You're an act. Okay, so... <laughs> I would not say, and this is terrible, but just bear with me. I wouldn't say that this is biblical advice. But it sure makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, and I, I guess, honestly, it really could be because... Um, well, let me just give it to you. So the best marriage advice I ever received was from an older gentleman that I worked with at the Bureau of Standards. He told me when I married my first husband, he said, if I ever get so mad at my husband that I feel like I need to leave, wait 24 hours. And after 24 hours, if I feel the same way, then go. Now, I wouldn't say that that's biblical as far as leaving, mm-hmm. but it does make sense that sometimes if you give things a little bit of time and a little bit of space, you see a little bit clearer. And it's likely that it might not even take 24 hours. Now, and when you say, Jessica, to go, you mean just temporarily get, get out of the house. I'm never going to let you do this again. <laughs> I'm just... 
<laughs> I'm trying to clarify. I can't deal, guys. <laughs> when I say leave, like as in leave. For good. Well, whatever it is, you're missing the point, now, Mr. I, Fleming. I hope that we can, we can extend this segment just a little further because I have a, a, a response to that. Okay, so since we're talking about advice from previous marriages, that one reminded me of this one. I had another nice gentleman uh, in Greenbrier tell me that the big ugly D word, and I do not mean Dallas, should not even exist in your marriage vocabulary. I mean, do you see how important this is here, guys? Don't don't even let it be an option. Huh? Okay, so now we are going to move on to the question portion of our show. Um, so I'll go ahead and ask Andy my first question. And... Uh, You'll have a couple seconds to think of an answer, but don't wait too long. Mm. Okay, so. Hmm. After being married to me for a few months, what surprised you the most? I remember it very well. Oh, gosh. I'm scared. What surprised me the most? So I'm at work. Brand new agent. Might have even still been studying to be an agent. I don't remember, but I'm hard at work. You show up one day and just surprise me with this poem about becoming a father to a, 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 a child that, for us, that surprised me. You caught me off guard on that one. I don't get caught off guard a lot, but I was caught off guard on that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you want to ask me? Sure. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> About three and a half years ago. Oh, almost four years ago now. What in the world made you swipe right <laughs> when my picture came up? Well, given that it was tender and all I had was a little bitty tiny picture to go by, I mean, I didn't really know anything about you at that point, but, um, I mean, you were cute. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have a lot to go by. That's why I asked. On Tinder <laughs> until I, you know, talked to you. Okay. It was a little shot in the dark there. <laughs> yeah, apparently the uh, feeling was mutual and <laughs> here we are four years later. Okay, so this is kind of a two-part question. Oh, sure. What is one thing you love about our relationship mm -hmm. and one thing you wish would change? One thing that I love about our relationship is how we both can be just completely silly when the time is right, of course. <laughs> and, you know, just a few minutes ago, guys, we were singing to our kids, you know, because some of the 90s country music songs was on. Yeah, and so that that was fun. And singing in the car with you, and we can just be ourselves. I do love that. And as far as something that would change, I don't know if this is necessarily marriage-related, but I want a house. Well, I want that's that to change. kind of not what I was yeah. aiming at. Um, I wish that I could change the fact that I don't go to sleep as easily. <laughs> No, you don't. Uh, well, no, I don't. That's kind of a bad I'm example. Envious, so. I don't. 
I can't really think of anything that I would change. You know, we've got two beautiful children. We've got, you know... Just about our relationship, not, you know, kids or physical or... Yeah, I mean, I'm happy where I'm at. Okay. Number two. At what point did you know that I was the one? The one. You didn't see his quotations. <laughs> yeah, my air quotes there. Oh, gosh. Um, I know there was a point. Yeah, I mean, was it uh, when we finally met that night at Bass Pro Shop and we went out well, for... Well, no, that was too early. That was the first time we met. Yeah. Was it when I flew back into town? Was it... Uh, my goodness, I hope it was before I proposed. <laughs> I mean, was there a point in your life when you were like, he's the one, he's it? Well, you know, considering that we fell in love long distance mm-hmm. while video chatting, mm-hmm. it was kind of at that point. Um, what was the name of that app again? Glide. We used glide. to glide each other quite a bit. Yeah. I, I don't remember. <clears throat> well, you know what? I do remember exactly when it was. I was shopping at Old Navy, and we were gliding, and we weren't going to say I love you until we were face-to-face. <laughs> Instead, we would send olive, olive juice, juice <laughs> pictures and yeah. say olive juice so we wouldn't say I love you over the yeah. phone. It's like we were trying to remain pure or something. Like well, we were trying not to cross that line yet. Well, yeah, I wanted it to be face-to-face, and right. then I sent you a video from... Old Navy, while you were out riding around in your Jeep in Hmm. North Carolina, Virginia, somewhere up there. Somewhere out east. And I gave you the love... Symbol. The love um, sign language sign. And that was it. And then I videoed you and I said that I loved you in it, remember? Mm Mm-hmm. So that was the point when you knew. I don't know exactly, like why I, I just knew mm-hmm. yep. okay all right next question okay please. this is a doozy oh boy <laughs> lay your, it on me your parents don't listen so even okay. if they did right, I, I mean you're you're not gonna offend them i don't think okay so i'm gonna do some explaining on this one as well okay so what is something your parents always did when you were growing up that you now don't agree with, like pertaining to their marriage, something you vow to do differently in your marriage? My parents never fought or argued or even disagreed in front of my brother and I, except for one time. I can count one time when they were just disagreeing over what to cook for dinner one night. I might have been 12 or 13 years old. Well, when you've gone 12 or 13 years and you've never seen an argument between your parents and suddenly there's just a minor disagreement on what to cook for dinner, I remember storming off to my bedroom crying because I thought and was scared to death that my parents were going to get a divorce. (laughs) And they just, both of them were laughing and crying with me. assuring me, son, we're not getting a divorce. And so as much as that was awesome, that was still Uh, kind of a disservice because I really didn't know how to handle it. And so 
I've always been accused of kind of letting things bottle up because I don't like to fight. I don't like to argue. I don't like to disagree. And so, therefore, I've been told that it will harbor and then it'll come exploding out like a, you know, when you open up a champagne bottle. Yeah, not pretty. Well, considering that our children watch us way more than we understand Mm -hmm. and uh, they mimic our behavior... I think that um, kids, I mean, obviously you don't need to have a screaming match in front of them or or do anything crazy, but I think they do need to see parents disagree or Mm -hmm. even get into, you know, a little bit of an argument just to watch how they resolve it. And they will learn how to resolve conflict by watching their parents. Mm So, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, now don't get me wrong. There's, There's not much I would change about my childhood growing up. My parents have been married, let's see if I'm 39, as of the day of this recording, they've been married for 42 years. So I'm glad I didn't see it, but it's just some, you know, some things I've had to work out in my adult years and my my parenthood years. Well, it's not that I want to change anything about your childhood. It's just regarding what Mm -hmm. you viewed um, of your own parents' marriage and relationship. Um... You know, today is is a different day and age, and although there are some things that will never change and should never change, mm-hmm. um, it's just like raising kids today. It's you can't really raise your kids the way your parents raised you because, um, you know, this is a different time, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things to consider. Uh, that they're exposed to on a daily basis, so you kind of have to uh, parent a little differently, even though the concept is still the same. So, um, okay, you got one more for me? I do. Okay. And this this question, I was struggling to come up with, with a third question, but I did, barely. <laughs> and this one is usually a rhetorical question, but I want you to see if you can come up with a non-rhetorical answer. Because this question is asked all of the time, and very seldom does the person it being asked to ever give a verbal response, okay? You know I'm good at verbal. Okay. Uh, so how did I get so lucky to reel a girl like you into my life? Normally it's like, oh! so sweet and you know whatever 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 how did you how did i get so lucky lucky. i mean can you put it into words talking about doozies right well here's the deal (laughs) i want i want to say something funny here but i'm going to be serious so you were praying for me and Mm -hmm. i was praying for you before we even met yes and God blessed us both. Okay. Right. So, you know, Andy and I, we, we don't speak ill of our exes. Mm-mm. They're the parent, they're the parents of our children, some of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Definitely not all of them. But Andy and I both try, or let me speak for myself here. Um, I learned a lot. I was not blameless. I made many mistakes in my previous marriage and do now, honestly. But, um, 
you know, if I hadn't gone through what I went through with Brian, it was, I, I grew, I grew up, you know, learning from the mistakes I made, the mistakes that he made, and it made me appreciate Andy so much more just because my first marriage was so tough in certain areas. And so I think that we both consider it a learning experience. Um, some people call their first marriage their practice marriage. I mean, that's kind of sad, but in a way it, it's really true, um, unfortunately. But Andy and I met at the perfect time mm-hmm. and it was two puzzle pieces that fit together. And uh, like three and a half months later, we were married. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not something that we would have recommended to anybody seeking any sort of relationship advice. But we had gone through some things, and we knew what we wanted and what we didn't want. So it it worked for us. Mm -hmm. So is there anything you want to add? Or ask? Just that I appreciate you having me on your show tonight. Good. I'm glad you got rid of the cheese ball. (laughs) Uh, I hated to get rid of the cheese ball, but, you know, (laughs) I did it for you. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you. And I got tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Well, thank you again for joining us, and um, hopefully we entertained you a little bit. and uh, Didn't put you to sleep. Yeah. So, anyway. See you guys next time.